T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics. Like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus (laughs) i am so happy this morning Good morning, baby. Hi. So you're you? at the top of page six this morning. The top. This one keeps okay. calling me. My, my mother's blowing up your cell phone. You're at the top. You look <laughs> great in the picture. And so go ahead. What's going on here, babe? Top of page six. You got there without me. There was no divorce perp walk no, there. No, your name first Anthony thing, First thing I look at in the morning is I look at, I look at the post. I'm like, okay, God, I mean, I've been on the front page and been destroyed I've been in a divorce perp walk, been destroyed. Uh, I was in the Trump administration, been destroyed. Let me go take a look at page six. Oh, there's my beautiful wife on page six. Okay, so what say you, babe? Let me get. Let me move my microphone closer to yours. Go ahead. I'm listening. You want to read? You went to Harvard? No, no, no. Go ahead. I didn't make it without you. Not yet. Uh, not yet. But I will blow you out of the water. Oh, you're gonna blow me out of the water? Bigfoot. You're gonna bigfoot me? Okay, go ahead. Um, So what's going on? Well, you know, I don't. I can't really confirm. Who's Kim Zolchak, by the way? Like, who is that? She's even? on I the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. And you know, I've shown you. Yes, now of her I know because she everyone is. Yes. always says. People say you look like when her. Especially I go to the airport and I go through TSA, they always tell me I look like Kim Zolchak. Okay. All right. Or well, that's a compliment to Kim Zolchak. Okay. Well, B- Kim Bierman. No, she's very beautiful. Shout out to that's Kim Bierman. Okay. If you look but like my wife, you must be hot stuff, Kim no, Bierman. She's definitely. She's definitely attractive. Okay, but guys, so let's get to nice. the let's get to the main Dan. event here. Let me tease the main event, Daddy. So, what's going on here, babe? What are you going to? So, I, like I said, I can't really get into too much detail, but I would love, you know, to do the show if they really wanted me to do the show. But I, I right now, you know, we're just sitting here waiting, and I'll let you guys know. Okay. Stay tuned. All right. So you can't confirm or deny it, but I look. I'm totally fine with it. Whatever you want to do, I'm totally no, fine course. with Anthony it. Anthony would love for me to do the show. I think it'd be okay. Yes, I'd have a lot of, of fun. The, I just um, hope that my Trump affiliation, if I could be totally candid, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in Hollywood dislike the orange man. So right. I just hope like my, everyone. Hope my Trump affiliation doesn't like the Cheeto stains on my hands or not on your hands. So like you know the comments I mean? that are saying Stable. they don't want to see the Trump rubbish. They call they're calling oh. us Trump. Yeah, rubbish. you're getting a lot of you're getting <laughs> so, a lot of hateration on Twitter, so which is totally fine. That's part of a. Uh, listen, I'm assuming your Trump affiliation will the affect the first. The first thing, Kellyanne Conway, who you know, you've been talking over be, me the whole time. Just am FYI. I? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. 
I'm just saying. Go ahead. What did Kellyanne Conway say? No, to you? I mean the first when I got to the White House that first day, she said, "Give me your phones," and she shut off my notifications on all social media. She said, "Never look at them again." Right. That's probably that didn't good stop me. That did not stop me, by the way. No, you've told me not to do it, but yeah, then don't I see you it. reading your own. Yeah, because it's like you know, it's like scratching an itch. You can't help yourself. No, so, but you, Anthony's of the mindset that any. Any exposure is good exposure. I'm not though. Why do people say that? I am not. I I I like good exposure. I don't like annihilation. I don't think the divorce perp no, walk. No, but a, you and I with the divorce okay, perp walk. I don't think that was great exposure. Court okay. Perp walk exposure, right. but you, uh, most other things you're like, yeah, you did Celebrity Big Brother. That was fun. I l- listen. Here's That's the thing. Saying, I have no problem. All, all things. Anything. Like that are fun. You love reality baby, TV. Baby, here's my thing. He okay. The Kardashians more than I do. Okay, so what's wrong what with that? I mean, see, here, here's the thing, okay? It's like the post, okay? Let's talk about the post. <laughs> it, there's two types of people. There are those that read the post, and, and there are those that deny oh. that they read the post but <laughs> read the post, okay? It's not like no one's reading the post. Everybody's reading the post. And it's the same thing with reality TV. And here's the other thing. Okay? You have a reality television star as your president, yeah. okay? You may yeah, not like that. So up. if you think reality TV is not I affecting no the culture. I have no problem TV. I, I like it. I have no problem. I watch it. I watch it. I'm just saying. Okay, so you, you can't. Know. Let me just put the light on you. I'm shining the light on you. So you can't confirm or deny this. No. But you think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I could see that. Like I said, we'll have to yeah. see. We'll okay. See. And I did go on Twitter because, you know, I woke up to it on the post page six, you know, Twitter feed today. Right. And just out of curiosity, I was like, okay, well, this is this is interesting. So let me look at the comments that are on this little piece of news. And I, I had to, like, stop watching. I stopped reading it because it was so, so brutal. So it was, like, hateration? Oh, my God. It was so mean. So what was, like, give me some of the mean ones, okay, like wait, the, the cruelest mean stuff. Hold up. we're in that up. kind of society now. Look, Dear Jabal's social life is ready for the real. Oh, this is a new one. This just came out 29 minutes ago. Have you seen this? No, I didn't even see this. Okay, and it's a really ugly busted picture of me and you. Okay. Um, so let's see what they have to say about my social life. Oh, it's nothing. It's a gallery of pictures of me and you. Okay. Anyway, let me go back to the original where they totally dissed and dismissed me. Okay. Saying I look like Kim Zolchak, circa two thousand nine, and all this, that, and the other thing. Let's Eight. transition to something I think is not as much fun. Let's talk about the. Uh, the tariffs then. No, can we just talk about something funny about the picture they used for the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tell them the joke about them. <laughs> this just goes to show you that literally I am Anthony Scaramucci's wife because we went to see the Pavarotti um, premiere. Pr- well, it was like a screening of the documentary. And so I'm sitting next to Anthony, and it's like a small little theater, and I'm sitting next to him, and we're waiting for the thing to start, and I'm, of course, eating popcorn because I have no self-control, and I'm fluming my vodka or whatever. And this photographer comes over, and he's like, can I take a picture of you? He's talking to Anthony. And Anthony's like, yo, can I take a picture? Can we take it together? And the guy goes, well, who is, who is she? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, my wife? And the guy was like, reluctantly like, fine. And they used it for this. So the guy didn't even know, like, you know, he didn't care about me. But his picture made this, the paper, so that's a nice thing for him. Loser. <laughs> no, I'm like the president. 
but <laughs> how funny was it? He was so mad about. I don't me, know. Look, I don't me, know. Look, like, I thought you. I, look, picture. By the way, if anyway. you get a chance, though, see the Pavarotti documentary. Oh, yeah, awesome. That that documentary. <laughs> Was awesome. I thought Ron Howard uh, did an amazing job directing that documentary. So that yep. was great. It was really good. Hopefully, the people. I don't know what our demographic is, but Your demographic some people probably listening like to this are probably like, hot, "Who is Pavarotti?" Hot, <laughs> hot blondes. I don't know. Is that I'm the just demographic? saying. I am like one of the only people my age who know about people like Pavarotti. I was talking to someone the other day. I okay, think let me ask Uncle Neil, the 200-year-old, 23-year-old. You know who Luciano Pavarotti is, Neil? I do not. See? You swear to God you don't know who Luciano Pavarotti is? But you know what? I'm 20 years older than him. Oh, my God. I'm absolutely horrified <laughs> for you. And there are, there are like innocent bystanders here in our media. I can lie and say that, that I do and Google okay, it so, real quick. So, so, so I won't Did mention who's in the room. I won't, I won't mention I who's in the okay, room. But ladies, do you know who Pavarotti yes. is? Okay, we have two people that know who Pavarotti is. Neil, you're Italian, Neil. You're like I know, a fake. I know. Isn't he you're, Greek? You're a fake I'm Italian. half Italian, part Greek and Irish. You, you, okay. you know the difference between the Greeks and the Italians, Neil? You told me this. Yeah, you, know, you want me to tell everybody? <laughs> sure, so go the, ahead. So this is, this is a joke <laughs> I told Reince Priebus, who was a terrible guy, by the way, and he's Greek. I told the president, I said, you know the difference between the Greeks and the Italians? The Greeks invented sex. <laughs> Sexual but the, but the Italians introduced it to the women. You see the difference, Neil? Big difference there. Okay. All right, so go ahead. That's a joke, by the way. I know it's Gay Pride Week. Everybody relax, okay? Yeah, I could be a little bit politically correct on my own podcast, and it's a joke. A Incorrect. Yes. Okay, so so Midtown helicopter crash. Yeah. You don't like flying. No, I have. That's one of my biggest fears in life. Okay, so we just went somewhere with our kids, and Anthony I, was like. Tr- really trying I, to spoil I, I put me. her. I put her on a turbo prop yeah, that flipped her out. Okay, sweating. The hand sweat was un- legendary. I go to the p- the pilot. It was a woman, and I said, "I'm so sorry. I'm such a nervous flyer. Just like totally ignore me on this flight. Like don't even acknowledge the fact that I'm like screaming." And she's like, "Don't worry." She was from France. She's like, "I could land this plane on like dirt, grass, sand, anything." She We're said, "The, the beauty like, of a turbo prop is that she could stick it on a, a football field and anywhere like, well, why in America." Why would just be landing at the airport? Um, right, hopefully so we don't have to land anywhere like you that. You get but nervous. But yeah. even on a jet, you get nervous. I'm a very nervous flyer. I don't know why. I'm I was thinking of you two weeks ago. I was flying to Australia. The plane was moving. I mean, it was hopping. And I was like, oh, my God, you'd be like in a panic. So this is a tragedy. <laughs> Unfortunately, this gentleman. But this is why I'm nervous. Lost, because, like, why is this life? person any different from us? You know what I mean? And we. I feel like the more you do something, the higher the chance of something going wrong. And we fly, like. Five million times a month. So why so, are we safe? And so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. So a, a lot of the volume of crashes, unfortunately, these are all tragedies. One on Long Island, Missouri, Oregon, North Carolina, the most recent ones, but they are all coming from smaller planes. No, I could have been on a 737 all, Max or whatever the heck it's called. Okay, well, I just those was lucky th- yeah, not yeah, to be. okay, but statistically, it is still way safer than driving. I can't mm-hmm. speak about helicopter statistics, but I know plane statistics is more, you know, it's more safe. So, all right, anyway, but anyway, well, it's a him? tragedy. So why, why? I, I mean, what happened with him is obviously there was a mechanical uh, defect, uh, and he he was trying to figure out where to put the plane, and he ditched it last minute on 787 7th Avenue, and the explosion killed him. That's and sad. so it's a it's a very it's a very sad thing to have happen. Um, so there's and an, you and I know people Uber that have copter. Have you, I would never take that. You would never take Uber an copter. Uber copter. 
Based on. When's the last time I had you on a copter? Weren't you going to Richard Branson's house or something like that? I, I flew you. No. One time we, we went, No. One time we came home from St. Bart and you made me fly on. I don't know why, but we took a helicopter to the city because we had a dinner or something. Oh, that's right. Remember? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, we, we had to take a copter into the city. You were panicking. That and was before I went full blown, like crazy. paranoid, crazy person, though. Right? I wasn't yeah. like climbing on right, well, crying the key like thing it was the yesterday. Key fl- thing to f- if you understand the science, you'd be less concerned about I it. I think but I just it's, need to become a pilot. It's by and large very safe. Um, okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So So let's go to the tariffs, okay? We'll we'll whip whip through the news today. Oh, my sister-in-law just texted me. Um, sister, can you clear up all the rumors for your Georgia people? My brother lives in Atlanta. I'll have to address address that later. Okay, well, whenever. When the rumors get cleared up, they'll get cleared up. Hopefully, I'll be one of the first people to know. WikiLeaks, I love WikiLeaks. Yeah, unlike you and your White House job, I'll let you know. Oh, God. We're going back to that. It's, it's, It's brutal, Neil. That's no, brutal. If I ever go back, the job, let's go back. Let's go back to Luciano Pavarotti, okay? <laughs> Who you don't know. Okay, so here's the thing Look with the tariffs, up. okay? The tariffs are a disaster, okay? And so what's the funny thing about the tariffs is that, like, when you have, like, somebody like Trump who's got that strength of personality, no one is, like, looking him in the face saying this is, like, a disaster. So I'll say three things about the tariffs and we can move on to something else. But number one, tariffs are a tax on American citizens. That's what really what they are. They are not anything more than that. And when he says that they're lowering prices on the other side to ship the goods and services here with the tariffs, that is not true. Can't prove that economically. And we'll go to my cousin Augie, who I'll repeat with emphasis. He is buying windshields from China. Certain spare windshields can only be made in China. Had a $10,000 tariff bill last month. If he goes from 10% tariff to 25% tariff, he's out of business, 33 years in business, and his 15 employees are out of business. So the president has to understand he's hurting small businesses with the tariffs. He can pretend that he's not, but he is. The country that he's, quote, unquote, tariffing the imports, they don't pay the tariff. Second very big piece, we left Great Britain, and I'm, I'm looking over at my producer, Neil, because it sounds like you don't know who Luciano Pavarotti is, but maybe you know about the independence from Great Britain. Right. There, there was <laughs> that they do. Okay, there was no taxation without representation. Do you remember that line? Yes. Okay, and so the Continental Congress got together and said, hey, you can't tax us without any representation. And so the weird thing about tariffs in our society, they are the least represented tax. Because the president's using an arcane rule from 1962. He's invoking a national security crisis to put the tariffs on. Uh, But most taxes have to come through the legislative process and the Congress. So I think this is ultimately a disaster. It hurts the president. He can say whatever he wants about it. Um, I like the president. I support the president. People that are very binary with the president are also making a mistake. You can't be binary on something. It's not black and white. You're not all for Trump, or if you say one thing against them, that means you're against them. By and large, he's doing a great job. But this is a disaster, and I don't mind speaking out about it because I know that it's a disaster, and I know it's not helping us. And so you want to say anything, babe, because you're 
texting about your page six <laughs> debut. So do you want to say anything? No. no, no. Okay, we'll move on to something else. Let's move oh, on. Well, no, go, go, well, what do well, you want to say? Go, no, no, say something. Go, go ahead. What do you want to say? No, no, no. I just, I only know from personal experience with our cousin that it's not really helping helping anybody. It's only hurting people here. But there's no real way to get through to the man that's running the country. So good no. luck in Bahrain. No, no, no. Yeah, well, he locks in. He locks in. Yeah, yep. no, I'm going to be going to the Bahrain Mideast Peace <laughs> and Prosperity Conference. You know, maybe I'll report back to you on that. And maybe we'll get a tape of Luciano Pavarotti over let's, to you. Let's do an exclusive over there. So okay, so David Ortiz shot the Luciano Pavarotti David Ortiz joke. shot in the DR, babe. I know. So what do you think of that? So I saw yesterday that the Red Sox like chartered a plane to pick him up and brought him back to Boston, which I thought was really cool. But I think it's sad because I think you want to travel, talk about peace and prosperity. You want to see other places in the world, but then sometimes you're a little bit afraid to go to certain places because they just... That's like one thing about our country. I mean, of course, there's places that are unsafe everywhere, but basically we're in a, a, a green zone here. And when you leave, you never know. You know, anything could happen. Why, why do you think uh, uh, Big Poppy was shot? Any insight there? I mean, I have no idea, but I'm assuming that he's pretty one of the more well-known people from that country. And he went back and he was at like a nightclub. I don't know if he has security or what, but... Maybe he had jewelry on or money oh, in his they, pocket, they, but I'm assuming they, they, people. They think say it he was not a robbery. They said it was a hit. They said it had something to do with some kind of planned attack, and so but obviously. But for what well, though? To get I don't know. You know, like they, there has they, to be a motive. They could have. He could have shot the wrong guy. Uh, there could have been an issue domestically where something happened that way. I don't know, but they say it's that it was a. They say it was a hit, but. Here's the thing, uh, Boston Red Sox, kudos to them. They flew him back to Boston. He was treated, had a second operation. Uh, we wish him well. He is a great human being. Anybody that's ever come in contact with him loves him. He's been great for baseball. He's been great for the city of Boston. And in a lot of ways, he's also been great for the city of New York because the rivalry, taking you back to your Well, he's one of the dad, people that reminds right? me so much. It was like... Big Papi, Manny Ramirez, Johnny Damon, um, Pedro, Pedro Martinez, all of those guys, right? Like from that zone of like the two thousand, like two thousand five, five right. Red Sox. Like I hated that. Like right. totally hated that. Right. Do you remember when Don Zimmer? Yeah, he got beat he up got by Pedro. On the yeah. Floor by Pedro Martinez. Pedro's from like, the DR. Pedro s- said some really nice things about Big Papi last night at MLB. Listen, uh, that, yeah, that rivalry is fantastic. I. You know I have a soft spot thing. for Boston, so if you're from New York, you get mad at me, but I went to school up there. One of the most fascinating, most exciting things that I've seen was I was Labor Day weekend. Roger Clemens was pitching as a Yankee. It was his last game in a Yankee uniform. He ultimately made a comeback a year later, but he's pitching. Joe Torre gets to the mound, Fenway Park. It's the bottom of the seventh inning. He's coming off the mound. The people in Fenway Park think it's the last time he's going to play at Fenway Park. Yeah, they start cheering. They got up, and they gave him a standing ovation. And I got to tell you, I mean, there were people crying because it is like, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> we hate your guts for leaving, going to Toronto, and then going to the arch enemy. But you know what? You're an unbelievable competitor. And it's they gave him a standing ovation. It's about baseball than it is about team. Grill, yeah. Grill 23, Grill 23, Mariano Rivera last weekend that he's in Boston. He's at the very famous steakhouse, Grill 23. He goes in. No one says anything. He's eating. No one says anything. He gets up to leave. The entire place gets up and gives him a standing ovation. 
So Boston strong. No, they I, admire I competitors. Say. They're kicking our asses in with these championships, but they do admire this competitive rivalry. So I uh, big big hats off to the well, city of Boston. I have a soft spot for them after the bombing anyway. Yeah, amen. So. Amen. So I wish Big Poppy a very speedy recovery. Deirdre and I wish you big speedy recovery. You want to talk about Raytheon and uh, United Technologies, or you have no interest in that? Not really. I okay. mean, I was watching them on CNBC yesterday, and I was like, snoring. Yeah, you don't like it. Um, no, it's just very. Uh, big. Go ahead. Trump, go Trump off is on Trump. No, but Trump news. is right about this. So basically, when these guys team up, now we got to go buy uh, stuff for the military. Guess what? You got less competition, and the prices go up. So Trump is right about that as well. Okay. What else you want to talk about, baby? Biden reverses his abortion stand. You must have something no, to say about No, I'm thinking about that. the whole Dominican. I'm going back to the Dominican Republic deaths, about how you go on a vacation and then you don't come back. That's not a good thing. Okay, so what do you think is going on there? Uh, the Post said this morning you're taking uh, drinks out of the mini bar. Three hours later, your organs are enlarging, and six days later, you're dead. I don't know if it has so somebody, somebody poisoning? to do with the drinks. I thought that whole thing that I read about the pesticides made more sense. Mm-hmm. Like if they're using too many or too mm-hmm. much or you're sensitive to it or something and you you become allergic and you have like an... So what are the chances that I'm going to helicopter you to the B- Dominican Republic? I'm <laughs> just asking. Okay, is there any chance I can get you on a helicopter and land in Punta Cana? No. No chance? No. All right. But, I just thought um, I'd throw that in there. But either way, maybe, I mean, my eyes feel like I had insecticide thrown into them. Why is okay. that? Can you see... Do they look any better? No, you I can't look even good. read my No, you look fine. Sheet. Okay, look fine. so we're talking about abortion laws. Yeah, so go ahead. You're voting for Joe Biden, you told me. You said that if Joe Biden wins the nomination, he's running against the orange man, you're voting for him. I think so. Yeah, okay. The so only thing I'm worried about, I told you, is that he's a little old. Like the other day you said to me, you know, Joe Biden's the same age as your dad. Well, my dad is unfortunately no longer with us, but to... To be the president when you're 76, 77 years old, that's like... You Trump's know. 73. You know what's funny about Trump, though? Trump yeah, is he calling... he seem 73. Trump is calling Biden feeble. You having he's, a good time, Joe? He's, he's, three, oh he's three years younger than Joe Biden. Is Joe Biden feeble? No. Okay, but Trump seems... Well, Trump y- is just larger than life, and he's... He seems a lot younger than Joe Biden, though, right? It's because of his size, and he's like... He's just like a big person that has like this weird force of nature. Okay. Joe Biden doesn't seem like feeble, but he just is like a slim Okay, but well, Okay, but let me ask you that question though. The physicality of Trump. Okay, that very, very svelte 239. <laughs> okay, that, that svelte 239 <laughs> pounds. Okay. Okay, that, that, physica- <laughs> that physicality. Okay, that's helping him, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, it imagine. Is, but it wouldn't be helping if, if imagine we could Mayor see him naked if he was the president oh, naked. Oh, oh. If he had to do his presidenting naked. Yeah, there's definitely no, no collusion. collusion. What looking at him naked, baby? I'm telling you, there's no collusion going on. <laughs> Maybe you know what I'm saying? She just really loves him. Maybe she just loves him and all, all of that, like spam, like looking skin and everything. Maybe. All right. Well, God know. bless. All right, but let me let me ask you this because I'm just curious. So, you're voting for Joe. He just switched his mode on abortion. Do you really care about that? Is that a big deal to you, or is that not a vent? No, I just wish people, whoever they are, could just stick to whatever they thought their original thought was or their real genuine feeling towards it. So this is where 
this is why Trump got voted in because the politics comes into play and then they start saying things they don't believe or they feel like they need to say. So what is the stuff that and Trump so, says that he doesn't believe? No, he doesn't say any of that. He says what no, he believes. Says what he believes. So that's why I'm saying okay. that's why he got elected because he just speaks. right. So he comes across like but all these authentic. other people like he's a fibber. He's a fibber, no, he's but he comes total across all liar. He's not a fibber. Uh, okay. I don't know what I said. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. Okay, he's a but total he, but he, liar, degenerate liar. Okay, but, but in terms of his feelings and opinions on things, he says what he, fe- so he's, he feels. So, so that comes across authentic. That does, yeah. But okay. w- normally, what he's saying is completely out of touch with what reality. What would make you? V- what good. would make you vote for Trump? Anything? Yeah, like Beto O'Rourke or or. What's her face? I can't even. Uh, her Elizabeth name. Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. I would never vote for them. Yeah. Did you see him, Beto getting his hair cut? And yeah. Like, like oh, w- like Bill Moore. Bill Moore was right oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. "Okay, well, this guy's getting his hair cut. He looks like he's five years old. Yeah. We're going to put this guy up against Putin in, right. a, in a in a mud met wrestling match." Right. No, I would never vote for Beto O'Rourke. But Joe Biden's an interesting thing. We'll have to see what happens if he if he gets the nomination. See, and I, I think I think now. I think I'm he's going to demolish. This. I think I'm he's going to get demolished by Trump. But we'll have to see what happens. All right. Happens. Well, I'm going to start being like out of the box here. Do you think we'll ever have a woman president? Because when you say things like that, like you have to be this like tough guy or something to go up against these people. That well, I think you could definitely have a woman president. Yeah, I'm going to say something people are not going to like, but that's part of the podcast. I think the woman president, in my opinion, will come from the right. It'll be very similar to Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. It'll be a tough woman. Uh, you put Margaret Thatcher against Vladimir Putin, she can handle herself. Uh, right. It'll be a tough conservative woman. Like Angela Merkel has stand. She's, a- a- she's a- Angela Merkel's a tough woman. Right. Uh, you know, even Theresa May had standing. I mean, oh she God, she Brexit botched the she botched it. No she, question about that. But but listen, I'm not saying I would have done any better. So I'm not here to criticize oh her. I'm God, just saying no, that no, I don't think that the uh, you know, I don't think that the woman president, I think there will be a woman president in our lifetimes, and my lifetime's going to be shorter than yours. I'm going to expire more quickly than you. I don't think but, so. But I do think that there will be a woman president, but it'll come from the right. That's my opinion of that. Uh, okay, so you're voting for Joe Biden? Uh, I think so. Okay, well, I'll have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just sick of all the chaos. What do you chaos. think of the Kabuki Theater going on with the House Judiciary Committee, the Kabuki Theater and the oh, investigate really the investigators? And the, you think it needs to be over, right? It's been so long. I'm so sick right. of hearing about it. Right, nobody really cares, right? Anymore, no. No I one think cares. people definitely cared. Right. But now it's like, okay. You saw Bill Maher last night on... Uh, on Chris Cuomo. Cuomo, you've met Bill, and so your reaction to what Bill He's was so saying. Funny. What did he say that Bill. was so funny? Well, he says everything is so funny. Everything he no. says is so funny because it's so dry and real. Yeah, but no, he was no his his comment. I think that you were laughing at was that uh, you know I can't that, remember that, anything. I'm too that, tired because we stayed up all that, night watching that he tale. he he would basically he was admitting that uh, if they don't put the right candidate up, you know, Trump is just going to trounce them. Yeah, you know? no, but he said something specifically that was like very funny. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. But um, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I, I don't remember. So, so ha- Handmaid's Tale is on my mind. You like that show? Yeah, that's better. I I rather watch Handmaid's Tale than talk about the Mueller report. What do you like, like about that show? Well, I don't know. I, we've talked about it before, but it's like the reason I love it so much is that it could. It could ha- like anything could happen. You know what I mean? Like that's not that far fetched because I feel like we are very, 
we don't take care of our institutions, our sacred. We take things for granted. Sacred institutions so of could power. Get blown up. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, look, you had Nazi Germany 80 short years ago, so anything can happen in a society. And Reagan said that you're only 25 years away from losing your freedoms if you don't refine, re-engineer, yeah, reboot your institutions. Yeah, people think that we're like sitting pretty, but we're totally not. It's like a it's like a relationship. Like it's always changing. It's a fluid thing. And we need to work on it every single day, but people totally take this country for granted. That's for sure. And what that's what you like about the product that I use. Well, <laughs> you making fun of my skin products? We're gonna see what you look like when you're 55, Neil. Okay. Oh my God, you, Anthony will be you like vacuous, by you then. vacuous Generation Zer. I have oh. a routine. Okay, I mean. Uncle Neil. It, my God. Okay, so <coughs> so babe. Yeah. Studies show that people people deem potential suitors undateable if they have debt. Thirty eight percent of the adults would not date someone with bad credit, Wallet Hub found. Wallet Hub. I never so so <laughs> let me let me ask you something, okay? Yeah. Money in a relationship is oh, it complicating, right? Yeah. I was talking to to my I don't want to say who it was because I don't want to get her in trouble. Okay, but go ahead. But one of my really good friends was saying over the weekend, she's like, ugh, like me and my husband would have such a better relationship if we weren't always like stressed about money, you know, and decisions about money and it impacts everything. The cost of living in New York is high. Well, that too. Right. So most people have a hard time with the cost of living in New York. It's just uh, what they make compared to what they have to spend on things is so imbalanced and people that's they're in a grind like they're grinding it out every single day so people so so money is a factor oh i definitely think it's a factor i I mean you could totally have a great relationship with someone but if you can't if you're worried about making your bills that's going to put a stress or strain on anybody don't you think but like i don't know if i would not be in a relationship with somebody if they needed some like Getting back on their feet, if they like school. Okay, so let's see. That would be ridiculous. Let me ask ask a hypothetical (laughs) while we're here, okay? So I'm flat on my pants now, broke, and I'm wearing. Term? I don't don't know. I don't know. Flat on my ass. Okay, so I'm wearing a barrel with suspenders. Mm. No underwear, no thong. (laughs) No, I'm not going to. I've lost my thong to the bankruptcy court. Okay. Okay, so that little cute thong that you like, that mankini that I wear at night. Okay, I've lost it. Okay, and I'm now no wearing. Collusion. I'm now wearing this <laughs> barrel. Uh-huh. Are you still with me, or yeah. are we done? No, I am. But that's the, that's what's You're so messed me. up about you. Why? Because I'm probably one of the only people that would be right. Oh, but they, they like, would like huh? other people just run for the woods. Yeah, I would say like ninety percent of people in life are totally shallow and like. Okay, so you would still be with me because for what reason? I'm married to you, yeah. and I'm, and I love you. That's why. Okay, so even though I'm like wearing the barrel. No, so I, I have always break, think I have about this. No, I always think about this. I have breaking news here: I'm mooching the missus. <laughs> no, I'm oh. kidding. Come on, I mean, babe, that's one thing I'm I was saying to my too. son. I was one thing I was saying to my son oh AJ my last God. night. You have to live below your means. That is the number one thing. Okay, you got to pay yourself first and live below your means. Okay, and you know, you and I have always lived below our means. I know. Wait, you know, and, that, and that, that's why you, s- you never have to worry about off. it either. Oh, well. No, we were talking about money, and I was talking about you leaving no, me I if I was bankrupt. I and then I, then I was, was going to tell you that I was bankrupt, but I'm really not bankrupt, but then you were going to say something. No, yeah, but I totally, honestly, I totally forgot what it was. It was something nice, but. 
something nice about me? Okay, we can oh, wait. Oh no, I know what it was. You're good. I honestly sometimes sit back and think like, because people ask me like, oh, would you be with Anthony if like you didn't have that lifestyle? And I always say, think to myself like, would I? And then I think, of course, I didn't fall in love with your lifestyle. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you fall in love with the person. Was it my manscape? No, but, all right. You're so annoying. <laughs> was it my sagging middle-aged boobs? What was it that? <laughs> Whatever. This what, is what why. What was it that drew you to me? I had kids, so I would have someone to talk to at dinner. Because and I try <laughs> to have a conversation with him, and he's like, five. <laughs> well, no, I was just asking. What? Like what, no what? one ever asked you. Oh, if she wasn't, you know, like. 15 years younger than you, would you love her still or would you have married her? You know, no, people ask stupid great. questions like that. I have like no that. problem. I totally right, love you. Right, but people, along, a- people don't ask great. me dumb things like that? People are definitely, uh, ask dumb things. They're always looking for an angle and they like to see people's pain. That's one of the n- issues. That's why I'm not in love with That's why I'm I would do so well on social. housewives. Because they want to see our dysfunction probably. Oh, they would like to see our full dysfunction exposed mm-hmm. and all the craziness behind it? But most so? people are crazy. Most people are crazy. <laughs> All right, so so you <laughs> okay. would stay with me. I'm now. I got this on tape. Neil, you recording this? Pay attention, Neil. Uncle Neil. If I if I if I go, I have a lot of a lot of people interested. Oh, my mic's not on. Okay. A lot of people. Let's pull a Deirdre. Uh, a lot of people are blowing up my phone about what we're officially saying about Real Housewives. I'm like, oh, the only thing that we know is what we're saying on the podcast. So yeah. gotta gotta you listen. To tune in. You have to tune into the podcast. Listen, or you got yeah, you gotta listen. You All right, gotta so download. Before and we subscribe. And before subscribe. we close out this week's podcast, <coughs> yeah, I want to ask you two more questions. Okay, mm-hmm, you listening. pay attention. Yeah. Okay, pay attention. Okay. Okay. Um, would you do it? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if, I have if, to decide. Would you do? It? If I would uh, or wouldn't. Okay. Well, if you have to be. Me. Okay. Okay, and they then have to ask me to, okay. me to say yes or no, right? Okay, and then, then the second question is, uh, or maybe they have. Am I getting? Me. Or maybe they haven't. Or maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm not even going to tell you because uh, you have the biggest mouth. Am I, All of this is a cover up because I can't even tell anything anything because he tells everyone everything. When I used to well, get I'm just pregnant, ask you, like, the most he used to imp- tell people like, like I took the day a test. after conception. Yeah, like <laughs> he'll be like, "Listen, we had sex last night. I think she's pregnant." Or something like literally would tell people. Well, I'm just trying to expose people to my sexual escapade and my virility. Then maybe (laughs) I was, you know, feeling insecure that day, so I had to tell people that I knocked you up. Oh, okay. With that powerful sperm of mine. Oh my god, you're disgusting. Am I disgusting? To other people, not to me. But I got one last question before we close out the podcast. So, would you do it? You said maybe. I think you would, by the way. I'm on the record with that. Okay. And then the second and somebody told me certainly the most important question. I'm not interesting. The only reason they want me is that I'm married to you. Yeah. That's well, probably, that's obviously. There's probably 80% truth to that. Well, that's not 100%. You know that. The person true. told me there's so many attractive, smart, funny women in New no, York. No, but you have something different that these other people don't have. What's that? Funny? I don't know. No, you have a translucency to your personality. You're totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, not try to hide shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's really impressive. I mean, it's a sp- perverse sign of like wacko major security, actually, mm-hmm. that you're able to actually expose the dysfunctionality, the craziness, the all that's the, true. the shit. That's true. But I didn't ask the second and most important okay, question. Go. No, what is the what is the most important question that I would ask? 
Well, you can't it's think usually it. something about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Am I okay. getting any? Am I getting any air? <laughs> <laughs> am I? Am I getting any airtime? Oh, airtime. Well, I was yeah, gonna okay, say, am I getting any yeah, action? No, tonight? Oh, I'm definitely getting action time. <laughs> oh, okay. You no look collusion. hot. I'm totally getting collusion. Oh, okay. There's gonna be absolutely no obstruction. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm probably gonna give. Probably gonna give Nick Tylenol PM so he sleeps until like <laughs> eleven o'clock tomorrow. So there'll be oh absolutely no obstruction and there'll be massive collusion. But am I getting oh oh am I getting any hair time? Am I getting any airtime or no? <laughs> of course I think you're the actual would get be the, the star of the actual no, show. That's ridiculous. We're and then we can it. have a spin off about the housewives of Manhasset uh, house uh, husbands of Manhasset. You know, Andy Cohen said he's never doing that. So he's got he's got his show, he's he's good with it. Okay. All right, let's see what happens, Neil. Okay, All right, you guys we'll be back tune to you guys. On the up and up. Thank you so much. In the meantime, Deirdre follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Looking forward to collusion later today. Yeah, me too. Okay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.